0: Hi, I'm Paul Johnson. Thanks for listening to the podcast from Life Support.
1: I literally got myself out of poverty just working with Mad Dads by myself. No, 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 no lie to you. I literally got myself clean out of poverty. I literally thought I was never going to see, ever, ever, ever see myself getting out of poverty. I did it. And I'm literally proud of myself because I actually stuck around and took the advice of some strangers and the love of these strangers that they gave to me and I felt
0: was generally real. Hi, this is Pastor Paul and we're going to do something a little different on today's program. Our home base is the Minneapolis area and recently we noted the second anniversary of the race riots of 2020, which of course occurred in Minnesota and garnered national and worldwide attention. John Turnipseed has been a guest of this program and of this ministry, and John is the executive vice president of Urban Ventures in Minneapolis, and a part of that position is to steer an organization called Mad Dads. Mad Dads Minnesota sends men and women out on the urban streets to build relationships, to try to keep peace where they can, and to tell others about Jesus. Now, many of the Mad Dads members were formerly homeless, many were addicts, and none of them have had a chance to tell part of their story, which is what today is all about. John Turnipseed is here to explain what Mad Dads is, and then you'll hear short testimonial clips from the team. So here is John for the introduction.
2: Mad Dads, is we like to refer to it as the force behind the change. You know, we... We are a community organization that is dedicated to helping our community. And uh, we, we're sometimes in harm's way, um, but most of the time everybody knows us. Um, probably half the people that we work with or that work for us are ho- were homeless at one time. Um, most of them have felonies, but um, that's the type of people that we need, people that want to restart their life. We want people that you know other people don't want you know because they need help and they once they become a mad dad then other people want them you know a lot of people have hired people just because they work for mad dads so we're about helping the workers that work here and we're also about helping the community and we've been around 24 years and uh we're we're doing good mad dads is, is effective because we've been here and we are in the streets you know we we walk alongside people We not only, you can't just go out and tell people to stop doing that. you got to say, if you stop doing that, this is what we'll do for you. You know, we'll help you get a job. We'll help you with housing. We come to court with people. We help them get into treatment. So people know that we'll help them. So that makes us, it's easy for us to go into desperate situations without getting harmed. We've actually had community people stick up for us when people don't know us and say, hey, that's Mad Dad, you know, chill out. Um, we're known, uh, we're regular people, and we're real people, you know. We, um, if we say we're going to do something, we do it. And our reputation is across the state is just wonderful. People know who we are, and they trust us because we're going to help. We're going to help the situation. When we rode the city buses, crime reduced by like 45% because we were on the buses. Um, Right now, we're over at um, the Salvation Army over north that nobody else wanted to touch. And they had taken over a parking lot, and uh, the people were scared to go to work. Today, they just love going to work because the parking lot, we've taken it over, not forcefully. We just talked to the dudes that were doing it, and they know us. And we said, hey, you got to move around, man. You know, these people need to come to work. And so things like that, we see the results of our work, you know, and people know the results. Like we're downtown, uh, keeping people safe, walking the skyways, and we know we're successful because every day somebody comes to us, one of the office workers, and says, thank you for being here, I feel safe.
3: Hi, my name is Wallace White. I actually heard about Mad Dads, well, I, I actually seen them. When I first got here in Minneapolis, uh, I, uh, was on a bus and I, I seen them, they were on the bus and they had this little thing that they did when they, you know, they got on the bus, they were on the peace bus and, you know, that mad dad's thing and I was like, wow. So, as I was riding the bus, I seen how they were. Getting off the bus, helping elderly people onto the bus, you know, helping them off the bus and everything. And I was like, man, I want to do that, man. That's, that's something I might want to do. So I asked one of the guys. He gave me the information. Um, uh, and, uh, I came and I did a application for volunteer work and maybe about, uh, I say about a week. After that, they called me and asked me if I wanted to volunteer for a a parade that they had. And I said, yeah, you know, I'll come. And I came and went to the parade and I liked the work, you know, I liked it. It was, you know, it was nice, it was fun, you know. So I continued to um, volunteer with them and uh, I think it was like maybe a year I volunteered for like a year, maybe a year and a half. And, uh, after that, I just came on board. Mad Dad's, uh, showed me a different way how to live, um, how to give back to the community. You know, um, I, um, I just, it was like, Giving back and helping people and helping the, the elderly people, you know, giving people hope, uh, gave me better a better sense of hope. You know, um, changed my life, uh, the way I thought about things, uh, the way I did things, the way I talked to people. You know, uh, it changed it changed my my, my life drastically. Um, <clears throat> I uh, I owe a lot to Mad Dads. I mean, uh, I was, I was a sick of uh, got sick, but I was a one of those people, you know, that I needed that. I needed that type of structure in my life, and, and it made it made a big big change.
1: My name is Rosalina. I came out here in 2007, and me and my kids, we were staying in the shelter and people serving people. And we was on the bus, and when I was on mm-hmm. the five, I seen three mad dads on the bus, and and I asked them like, what what is y'all, what do y'all do? He was basically telling us that basically it's a resource organization, and they was trying to help to stop preventing violence on the street. I'm like, oh, that sounds very interesting. How can I apply for you guys? He was like, well, basically just sign up this on this contact sheet and someone to contact you. I signed up. I never heard nothing. So I'm like, hmm. (laughs) But but all all through that, I've been still seeing the mad dads and it's on the street. And I'm still like, I really applaud them guys. I really applaud them because we need a lot of men out here like that because these streets are bad and we need men out here that's going to help the streets. Come together instead of keeping them apart. That's the what I feel about. It. But we, um so basically, we ended up at my sister's house, or whatever. And then from that point on, I just I was always in love with Mad Dads. I don't know. Just I was always in love with them. Ever since I met them, first seeing them from the way they react with people, I was always in love with them. Basically.
0: And then, so eventually, how did you get?
1: Connected. So during the pandemic of 2020, of the George Floyd stuff, they had some uh, stuff going on over there on 38th, and I was over there trying to see what if I can help anybody over there on 38th, be up for whatever was going on through through the pandemic, because it was like people was always hungry, people needed stuff. So I we was over there, I was over there feeding and making sure people eat over there one day, and a mad dad. He wasn't in a Mad Dad uniform, though. He came up to me and uh, the person I was with. And he was like, you know, what do y'all, he was like, is y'all looking for a job? I'm like, what type What type of job is you talking about? Because uh, you never know. I'm probably looking for one that you're talking about. So he said, well, I'm a Minneapolis Mad Dad. That's all he had to say. I say, I looked over at my, uh, my the person I was with. I said, this is fate. This is fate, and I'm going for it. I am really going for it. She's like, what you mean? I say, I've been trying to get with these people ever since 2007. This is 2020. I'm going. She was like, well, come on. So he was like, well, um, and when, when could you start? I'm like, I can start whenever you give me the application. So he's like, well, just come up there to the office, to the meeting on that following Monday, because they say to have meetings every Monday. He said, come up here to that meeting on that following Monday, and when you come to that meeting, just know, you're going to get grilled by the big guy. Show me, uh, he was like, show me uh, what you think that you, show me the reason why you feel like you could be a mad dad. I said, ain't that I feel like I could be a mad dad. I know I'm a mad, I'm a mad mom dad. <laughs> if that's, that's how you want to say it, I'm a mad mom dad. Because first off, I have kids of my own that I've been struggling with for 18, 19 years. So therefore, I know for a fact I, I'm, I got some type of, I got some type of love for the community and the love for the world because my children, they're my, they're my everything. They're my everything. And then by being with Mad Dad, it helped me a lot. They helped me a lot with my kids. And, and trying to, they helped me a lot to how to communicate with them and how to actually be an overall better person when it comes to my kids. Because at one point in time, yeah, the state of Minnesota—they did a lot of stuff that I don't want to really get into—but it's like, <laughs> Mad Dad's helped me through a lot of depression. They helped me through a lot of of my anxiety that I was going through. They helped me with—they just helped me with a lot of a lot of the, the the downside of the darkness of of my life. They brought a light to it. They literally brought light to the although uh, the, the lowest parts. They brought the light to it, and ever since the light's been brought to it, my life been better. It's been way better. I mean, it's like my life tremendously changed. I was literally on social security, living in section eight housing. Now I'm get I'm got my and got when I got myself out of poverty. I literally got myself out of poverty just working with mad Dads by myself. No 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 lie to you. I literally got myself clean out of poverty. I literally thought I was never going to see, ever, ever, ever see myself getting out of poverty. I did it. And I'm literally proud of myself because I actually st- stuck around and took the advice of some strangers and the love of these strangers that they gave to me. And I felt was genuinely real. It was genuinely real. I love, these, I love Mad Dance. I ain't and can't nobody take that from me. I love Mad Dance. I promise I love Mad Dance.
4: Uh, Kendall, K-E-N-D-A-L-L, Blunt, B-L-U-N-T. It's really a blessing to work for Mad Dance. You know, that's how I look at it. It's a blessing. Uh, as I said, I was in the streets. Uh John Turnipseed gave me a chance to uh, you know, restart my life by not um, you know, using me as a well, he gave me a chance to restart my life by uh uh not dwelling on the things I did in the past. You know. Give me a chance to show that I'm a new person, I'm a positive person, and I'm trying to shed some new light about Kendall through Mad Dads. And that's what he gave me a chance to do. Like I say I I see people that I know, and some people, oh, man, you were Mad Dads, wow, you know, uh, man, you were Mad Dads, you know, some people, uh, oh, he with Mad Dads, some people don't like Mad Dads, but all in all, it's a lot of people that do, a lot of people, especially women. Women always come up to me, no matter what nationality they are, they always come up to me and say, man, we really love what you're doing, we really love what you're trying to do. You know, that really make people feel good, you know, and remember, we're not out there with bulletproof vests on or guns, We walking around really putting our life on the line about what we believe in. And that's defending our, you know, Minneapolis, you know, defending Minnesota, wherever they wherever they put me at, you know.
0: Once again, this is your host, Pastor Paul, and you're listening to testimonial clips from members of an organization called Mad Dads. Many are former street people now with a heart to minister to others who are in the position they were once in. Many are telling their story for the first time. So let's dive back into the stories of Mad Dads. It's Lakeidra Aaron. That's L-A-K-E-A-D-R-A. So
5: to be honest, I was going through some some legal trouble. So I had to get a caseworker. Um, and the caseworker told me about Mad Dads. She was like, hey, you can go volunteer here. Um and that it give you something to do to keep you out of trouble, keep you busy. So I came, I volunteered for like six months, and then out of nowhere he was just like, hey, you want to try outreach? And I'm like, sure, why not? And then ever since then, I just, I fell in love with it, and I've been doing it ever since then. Now I'm a lead, so, yeah. Tell me what that means, you fell in love with it. Why? Man, the people... It's, it was surreal. It was a, a humbling experience for me. And it was um it was like surreal. You know, it's one thing when you drive past and you see the people outside or and you see the homeless people. It's it's a completely different feeling and experience when you actually are there talking to those people and you're getting to meet them and hear their story and <clears throat> help them and help them do better and get off the streets.
0: How did
5: you see people before? Man, Um, I mean, I just think them as as people. Like, you know, we got the people that are up here. We got the people that are down here. And the people that are down here are kind of like, uh, nobody cares. You walk right past them and you're just going about your day. But now it's like, uh, those people are my friends now. They know me on a first name basis. You know what I mean? Those are the people who I want to go talk to. You know, I don't really care about. Talking to the upper people, those people actually have better conversation, a better story. They're more interesting.
0: How's your life different because of Mad
5: Dad? Well yeah, like I said, I was I was doing some stupid things, you know. Um But the biggest thing it 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 introduced me to God. So that's a big thing I didn't have in my life. And so being a mad dad, you know, you have to pray. You pray in, you pray out. Everything is led by prayer. So um, that, that gave me a whole different outlook on life. And to be honest, it, it changed my life for the better. Ever since I've been praying, things have just been changing.
6: Julius Jenkins, J-U-L-I-U-S, J-E-N-K-I-N-S. I'm stationed at the Salvation Army, and we patrol the outside. where we keep it drug-free, violence-free. Um, alcohol of course and just overall discipline you know and it has its ups and downs some days you know because we're dealing with all walks of life we're dealing with a uh, very uh, big issue with mental health that's real I was, I was almost a non-believer until I started down there so mental health is a big issue as well I never really had the way I grew up, I really never had a father figure, so, you know, I see the, the impact is out there, you know, with the fathers that's out there now that, that that don't take care of their kids and that's not doing as much as they did. You know, I kind of went through that, but, you know, I, I try to reverse that role. You know, I try to do more than I had, than I lacked as a kid growing up. It's uh,
7: Eric Palmquist. Erik, it's so nice to be a part of a spiritual organization on the streets of Minneapolis. It's allowing me to give back in a manner. Uh, I feel like it's ordained. You know, God is here. Um, the way that we handle people, um, the way that we pray over people, we pray in, we pray out. Uh, that's really my my passion. And to have a job that facilitates that, you pay me for this, okay. (laughs) You know, it's just a win-win, you know, it's a win-win. When it comes to me, I just love on people. And it breaks barriers almost instantly. Now I wear, a you know, Jesus hat while at work and um, people are really receptive or they kind of maybe move to the other side of the street a little bit. So, you, you know, you get got people that are pretty staunch in, in, in whatever it is that they're involved in and other people that completely, oh, Mad Dad, and, oh, I love Jesus too, and it makes my day because it, it's just confirmation of so many things that I feel like I'm participating in. And then when you get the exchange like that, I'm just so happy to show up at work. You know, because I never know what what the Lord's going to do today. You know, yesterday was great, but today could be even better. You know, and and just people are wonderful. Minneapolis is such a great place to live and to share love with people because I feel like they're more approachable. And, and you know, some people are just you say hi to them and they just they don't even look at you, but other people are like, oh hi, you know, mad dad, thank you so much, and you know, like I said, I love Jesus too, and anything. Positive comes out of that. I mean, I'm hugging people, handing out waters, handing out snacks. It's, it's simple, you know, just love on people. Watch what it does.
0: Can you give me an example of someone that you've interacted with that surprised you?
7: Oh my gosh. Uh, there's a hundred different, I've, I've only been working for five days. And, um, I have a, I'm being renewed daily. The old me, okay, I've surrendered all of these things that have been holding me back for a long time. So it's like, for me, um, my spirit is wants to connect with other uh, and to share God, share Jesus, share the hope of that.
3: My name is Desmond Noel, D-E-S-M-O-N-D-N-O-E-L. Well, when I got custody of my daughter, my life started changing because I was just wanted to do better stuff. And, and if I wouldn't have got, I would have still been where I'm headed in a different direction because of my daughter. Mad Dads helped out a lot. It's like, Mad Dads changes you. It just, it gives you, I always had patience and being humble, but it just, just helping people just felt good, I guess. What's the funnest thing you've
0: done with Mad Dads?
3: just being there for people like some people just want you to talk to them or listen to them and just simple stuff it don't have to be like outrageous it's like and just just talking to people and just everybody has a story
8: alright my first name is Davon then I'm Wade it's my last D-A-E V-O-N then W-A-D-E is the last I just feel like growing up you know, like with my family There, are you know I got a lot of people really Christian and you know, um they're just into helping people you know stuff like that and I they just think it just carries down you know what I mean just I like to motivate you know what I mean um just because I was motivated by my family helping other people and um yeah, that's pretty much it like I just feel I don't know me because I have been through so much stuff I just feel like God has a different plan for me but I feel that God is giving me a, a chance to help people. Like, I think that's my calling, kind of, in a way, just because I've seen a lot of stuff. You know, I lost a lot of cousins due to the streets, and I try to help my cousins get out of their ways and stuff before they die, but, you know, you can't tell a grown man what to do, so... But it's just like, I just like to help people because I don't like to see people die. And death is a big thing right now. Like, it doesn't have to be from the streets. There's people dying from overheating, and then, you know, we got cold winters, so it's just so much that, you know, can go on, you know, overdoses. I feel it's helping me build opportunity for myself, uh, my family, because um, I got kids, so um, it's just helping me get back on my feet, um, showing different light uh, inside of how to help people, you know, because that's what I like to do, but now that I have this job, um, I'm finding different ways I can actually step in and help them in the different ways people actually need it. Um, you know, it's just like, a, like I said, I'm a big Christian too, so I just feel it's God like speaking to me through a job kind of in a way. It's like, we got so many resources, you know, uh, to help people get in driving diversion programs Um, child custody issues and stuff like that because I got both those issues and for the fact that I'm now having this job it's helping me and for the next person who actually might have to be going through the same thing I can help them with it now so it's like I just like the fact that it's helping me build a different way to help people.
0: Hey this is Pastor Paul the stories you've just heard are testaments to what God can do in a life. No one is ever too far gone And if you're listening right now thinking that I can't be forgiven for what I've done, or, you know, somebody's been hurt and they'll never forgive me, my life will never be the same again, remember what you just heard. In fact, God specializes in repairing broken relationships and repairing broken hearts. And He proved that when He sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, into our world to die on the cross for sin. Jesus is a sinless lamb who gave his life so that we could have new life. So we could start over by simply repenting of our sins and believing in him. And that's what you've just heard. And it's so hopeful and so wonderful. And so I hope it was an encouragement to you. I want to thank our partners that make this show possible. Faith Radio has been wonderful to us. You can find out more about them at faithradio.com. You can watch a video version of this podcast at fivestonemedia.com. And you can catch Ridgewood Church here at myrwc.org. We'll catch you next time right here on Life Support.